0: Hi, my name is David Speed, and I'm Adam Brazier, and this is the Creative Rebels podcast,
1: featuring inspirational stories and practical advice from some of the most prolific and successful creators in the world.
0: Adam and I have co-founded multiple creative businesses and turned our varied passions into our careers.
1: There's never been a better time in history to make a career from being creative.
0: So many people will tell you that you can't do it, but we're here to show you that you definitely can. Right, let's do a podcast.
1: Welcome back, rebels! I love you. Oh, I love you too. Happy, happy Valentine's Day!
0: Thanks, mate, and to you and to all of our listeners. Um, happy Valentine's Day! We bloody love you. We do.
1: Yeah, you're bloody great. Yeah. Like we love you so much when you leave us those lovely reviews and do all those lovely things.
0: Yeah. So if you didn't get a Valentine's Day card today, don't worry. This is this. This is it. Yeah. This is card, your Valentine's Day card. Card. Straight to your ears. And you mentioned um, you mentioned their reviews on a on a serious note, without us being silly. Like we do actually love the reviews that you guys leave us and we read every single one of them and thank you for leaving us itunes reviews so much thank you if you're a listener to the show go through and read other people's reviews like there's just some lovely stuff on there it's just really heartwarming so yeah thanks for that we love you love you so this is our special fancy valentine's day special
1: edition episode (laughs) we'll Um, put some real kind of sensual music over this intro just to sound You could actually do that. Uh, Please don't.
0: (laughs) Uh, But I do actually really want to apologise for coughing all the way through it. I was very sick and we tried to edit as many of them out as we could, but uh, sometimes you can just hear me hacking away in the back dying. So So,
1: yeah, two little warnings here. Lots of coughing and lots of swearing.
0: Yes, if you are offended by strong language or themes of a sexual nature, then please tune out of this podcast now. We'll be back next week with non-sexual content right so if you're still here you dirty devil (laughs) this is for you um now we get into the into the spicy section of the show what's really interesting is up until recently we had our we had like our listener numbers through itunes but we didn't really know how they broke down like demographically
1: yeah through the platform that we host our podcast on we don't really get that much information we get numbers location of where the where the listeners are but we don't get demographics in any way we don't get kind of male female we don't get ages but thanks to spotify now we actually do can find out a bit more information about you
0: yeah so we have now found out we we thought that that our listener base skewed slightly female just because we were getting more dms from girls than we were from guys but it turns out when you see the spotify we're pretty much 50 50 male female Which is cool. Um, And guys, if you're feeling nervous about like DMing us or anything like don't you feel free to ask any questions. Like that's what we're here for. Yeah, definitely. Because we now know that 50 percent of our audience is boys. I think I just want to say like, boys, let's just fucking try and be a little bit better because listening through to this episode and some of the just utter shit that women have to go through online. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. Um, I think the first person to mention it was Kate Lever, and that's going back like that's probably a year a long ago, time now, ago. Yeah. yeah. that we would have recorded that. And funny how like I mean, I knew that there was like trolling and people being sexist and sending pictures of their junk, but I never realised like how bad it was the until scale she was like it, yeah. yeah, until she was like, No, no, like on a daily basis I'm getting bullshit tweets and stuff
1: like that. So Yeah. Don't um, be a dick, stop sending pictures of your dick.
0: Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's basically every... I was just about to ramble on for five minutes, but you pretty much summed it up there, yeah. Yeah, just don't be a dick. Let's just try and be better. So, like, recently, uh, it just happened, the NME Awards, and Slow tie who was someone that I was trying to get on the show, because um, I've, like, followed his career from from a long time ago, uh, when he was just, like, a, a brand-new rapper he's just been on the NME Awards like being fucking awful to Catherine Ryan who obviously is a complete pro and handled it with yeah. grace and was just really funny and cool about it yeah,
1: but, but not a situation that she should have been put in
0: exactly like just just have a think just think for two seconds like is this right does this person want me to do this to them yeah yeah just let's stop harassing and just be nice to each other alright that's the end of that rant we can get a bit more sexy now yeah <laughs> At the, the first part of this episode we are all just talking to each other. And if you don't know who is who, because there's four of us in the room, so it might get a bit confusing just for the first 30 seconds. So if you're not sure who is who, have a look on the YouTube and then that will all make sense because we're all comparing each other to each other, yeah. um, which doesn't work that well on audio. <laughs> yeah.
1: And if you're not subscribed to us on YouTube yet, go and bloody subscribe because we do weekly videos over there. So go check it out.
0: Yes, we do. So this time of year... Funny that we should mention Kate Lever because she's a person who first put on our radar that how we, we kind of idealise romantic love.
1: Yeah, we put on this huge pedestal of like, this is the epitome of love. This is what everyone aspires to have. But there are other types of love too.
0: Yeah, like love with your friends. Yeah. And that's like probably one of the most important things because a lot of friendships are going to outlast well I suppose it's bros bros before hoes isn't it but a lot of um
1: or hoes before bros if
0: you're f- yeah what do girls say um sisters before misters Boom. so so yeah it's it's a, a lot of that because those those relationships are probably going to last longer than most romantic relationships will um but I think a really great thing that I've been seeing a lot of is Galentine's Day which invented by our hero Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope. of Parks and Rec I if love anyone it. doesn't know who Leslie Nope
1: and if you don't know what Parks and Rec is, go and bloody watch it because it's bloody great. He bloody loves it. I do.
0: And, and yeah, so Leslie Nope invented Valentine's Day, which has now kind of become a bit of a thing. Uh, girls celebrating girls, whether they're single or in a relationship, and just shouting at each other and bigging each other up, like, yeah. which is really cool. It's a shame that there's not like a boy version of that, but maybe we could. It's like a Valentine's Day. One for
1: One for your pals. That is actually genius. <laughs> Valentine's <laughs> day so for all, oh you, my god. all you lads out there with all, all your pals go and have some valentines.
0: that could actually be a thing that could actually really work i think oh my god i think it's nice yeah. that could be huge let's start Valentine's day right so that's a new one Valentine's day go if you're a boy go and be nice to other boys hi pal oh hi pal we're shaking hands for (laughs) for those of you watching on youtube um (laughs) listening so it's important to recognize those friendships don't take people for granted reach out to the person you've been meaning to call for a while and uh, stay in touch with people but i think what is also important is to love yourself definitely because you can't do anything unless you love yourself first can you you can't start to love other people you can't really like work on projects because if you're not into yourself and what you're doing.
1: Yeah, so if you're not confident and you don't believe in yourself, then how's anyone else supposed to believe in you? It's like, it's gotta come from within. Cause as soon as you find that within yourself, it's gonna radiate. It's gonna to show to other people that you are confident that you do have that belief that you can do something. So it's gonna make them believe it too. I
0: think one thing we talk about a lot is sales. And I don't see when I go and pitch in a, in a meeting, I don't see it as sales because I'm so passionate about what yeah. we do. And I believe in it. That it just comes across and I think that's infectious and I think people want to be a part of
1: that energy. Yeah. So I think most people think of sales. They think of like annoying people on the phone who just ring them up who probably don't care about that product that they're selling, but they're doing it for a job because they're paid to do it. But yeah, if you can go into something where you're actually passionate about it, where you actually fully understand it, it doesn't you're not selling something, you're just telling people about what you do, which is what sales should be. Yeah. So I say to that our our staff members just get me in the
0: room that's Mm. all i need because i know if i can then talk about what we do i love it so much that it that shines through um because i because i have the confidence in myself and i have the confidence in what we produce as a product that is bloody good yeah it's definitely something that we're all working on and i think the key thing is to but i guess never give up and that's something for me that really came through in this episode
1: yeah this is an episode about patience and persistence for sure like these guys have been through a lot like when you're starting something around sex there's obviously a lot of things about getting demonetized like being censored in different ways so to get your message out there when the world's telling you you can't do that is really hard like it takes me back to our cindy gallop episode where she was trying like she's trying so hard to do something good to make the world a better place but unfortunately the way the world is set up at the moment it's not giving people that chance to kind of shine light on things that aren't people don't normally talk about important topics yeah
0: Cool. I feel like we're, because we haven't been in the same room together for ages. Yeah, it's been like a while. We, yeah. We're getting overexcited. So enough of these two idiots. Let's uh,
1: get into the show. So this week's guest for our Valentine special are Florence and Reid from Come Curious.
0: Yes, Come Curious have been making YouTube videos since 2015. They've had lots of different battles with censorship. Their YouTube channel has been demonetized and their Instagram account has been shut down. Numerous times. Yeah, numerous times. And all because they talk about sex. But Come Curious are on a mission to normalise the conversations around sex, to educate and help people better understand their bodies, their feelings, their relationships, and to eradicate the shame and stigma that is
1: so often associated with this topic. In this episode, we talk about sex education, patience, persistence, and following your passion.
2: I just think that if you're passionate about something and you really want to do it, just do it. Because if you don't, you will regret not ever trying.
0: Reid, Florence, hi, welcome to the show. Well,
3: hello. Oh, I mean, It's lovely. Like, well, sexual, isn't it? <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> hello.
0: Oh, how appropriate.
3: Oh, <laughs> definitely. It's Are kind we? of like we're like on a double date right now. We've never had two lads in front of us since like two.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, you're like the male version of us. Yeah. I'm sure well. our girlfriends wait, wait, will wait. be thrilled. Who's who? Who's who? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm more you.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Why? yeah. On, I don't know, okay. like the
3: styles, like loud and and Absolutely, like yeah, I like it A bit
1: gobby, yeah, a bit gobby. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, that's exactly it. Gobby shy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. us too.
1: And then we're, we're both wearing plain like, black jumps. Yes, With the boring ones like, on the yeah. sides.
2: Not boring. <laughs> Definitely not. Like stylish.
1: Who does the editing?
2: Yeah. We don't edit yeah. our oh, okay. podcast. <laughs>
1: right.
2: I mean. Yeah, we're. So but what? I used to edit our YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Do you do the editing? Oh my god
3: no we We employ someone for that we gave up on that shit long time ago
1: (laughs) yeah we do now but at the start like there was no money coming in so we had to yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah, exactly the same i mean now we've we've actually got a really sweet young girl she's 17 and she doesn't she wasn't really sure what she was going to do in life and she did our Mm -hmm. friends um jess Green Ash, yeah. who has an amazing YouTube channel um, and it's her cousin and mm. she does such good editing. Like we're talking Gen Z, on point, very quick and hilarious as yeah. well. So, so good. Yeah, it's
2: it changed gone. our YouTube channel. It has Massively. It. Our
3: growth is huge. Like, you wouldn't think of something as simple as editing yeah. styles would completely change it but people are so more yeah. engaged.
0: <laughs> Go on, <laughs> the look. say your bit. The look. Go on, say your
1: bit about or, uh, most people Don't Google. Oh, yeah. Um, So there's um, there's a YouTuber called Roberto Blake, who I watch all the time. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how most people will just search for how to get famous on YouTube. They won't search for how to edit videos quicker. Oh, interesting. Which is what you need to do to grow on YouTube. Yeah. Because people just want that quick fix. They don't want to put in the hard work to realise actually how you do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I've got the answer, though. It's just make a porn video. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Try and put it on YouTube and then get banned which we've a been a couple tape. of times. Yeah, exactly, a sex tape. Mm. Although they don't, they're not as cool anymore. Like back in the day when it used to be like VHS or pirated I feel like DVDs. with
1: the internet, things spread so quickly. Whereas back in the day, it was mm. like, here's this thing that you can only get on your phone and you have to Bluetooth yeah. it to someone else at school. Yeah. It's not like you just send it to someone.
3: <laughs> I was even older, like going to the market stores and seeing the guy seeing the guys like, yeah, you want a bird DVD?
0: So d- did you, <laughs> you guys tried to upload a porno to YouTube and no, got banned for it? No, I
2: mean, we did we, it, we, we, yeah. well, it just sounds like the sort of that. thing
0: that you might do. It
2: does sound like the sort of thing we would
0: Actually,
3: do. Actually, we did once. Um, one of our videos had a little tiny vagina flash in them, and then that got taken down. <laughs>
2: Not on purpose. It wasn't really a vagina. was okay. no. Sharon please.
1: Stone style.
2: But but the, it was a bit of pubes. Oh and, yeah, oh yeah the maybe pubes. You, could, you could see like like the a start tiny bit of the, of the crease, yeah, the crease. like the lip.
3: Yeah. Um so yeah <laughs> that, that was taken down but we we actually we get quite a lot of trouble for our YouTube channel we used to. That's mm. been changed now. We we've kind of been a little bit more
2: protected on Yeah, that. although they deleted one of our videos recently which what? had Asshole. it had blurry nudity oh, when you, God when so Reed oh, was yeah. getting into the flotation tank. We did this little vlog about Going to an isolation tank and we just showed Reed getting in, but we blurred her naked body completely. And it was like, it wasn't even about sex. Like nothing, (laughs) nothing about it was sexual. I'm feeling like these, these listeners... These listeners here are going to be like, "What the fuck do they yeah. do?
3: Yeah, what so, do we do? So let's do? start. start, start Introduce, yeah. Up. What yeah. is the
0: YouTube channel? I mean, we're like there'll be we, an intro beforehand, but like, what like what is what is your YouTube? You no, know, I like
3: this. Like, dive straight into the action and then find out what we do afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our YouTube channel we started about five years ago. Yeah. Um, and it's all about effectively sex education, sex mm. advice, advice. Uh, but also with mental health, body image, um, mm. trying to keep it positive. Uh, to of, abolish
2: yeah lots of tips shame. and tips and tricks
3: yeah like, uh, stuff that the you know your school teacher wouldn't teach you at sex ed or your yeah. parents would never tell you like how to give a good blow job how uh-huh. to you know like what discharge is all stuff that no one is talking about that should be talking about
0: and, and who's it for pornos and pornos oh yeah well,
2: and pornos documentaries on pornos yeah because we're, we're porn directors too <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so that's your so the youtube is your would you say your side hustle
2: yeah, it's always been, well, it's, yeah. it's always kind of been the hobby, but then it's where everything has stemmed from. Yeah. So it, it's hard. It was, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a side hustle.
3: It's
0: almost I like mean, marketing. It's
3: not
2: a side yeah. hustle.
3: Now it's very much like we're trying to make it
2: our full time jobs. Yeah, because we earn money off our YouTube videos now, like very recently. I mean, not a lot. Like Very recently we've started getting sponsored content. 60 quid a month or something <laughs> the that. last video that we uploaded was sponsored content
3: yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. the sponsored stuff that's where we mainly get our money from is so people... like the
0: 60 quid would come f- directly from youtube and so that's first. yeah, first. Oh, that's yeah, yeah that and that's just crazy. always that's a small so amount crap, yeah.
3: yeah and yeah at, at points through like a, maybe last year we were getting three to four dollars a month because they completely demonetized mm-hmm. our yeah. youtube channel mm-hmm. and
1: Why? they
3: don't like it they don't like sex they don't like sex content or anything that has what they call uh, like swearing or vulgar language or talking about things that they don't actually like. explicit language yeah which we use because we're talking to you like we're your friends not like we're your parents
2: mm-hmm. we're not like that that lame sex ed teacher from school yeah
1: <laughs> do you found any like change since they put in the thing for kids as in like you block it for kids.
2: Um yeah, I mean most of our videos do get
1: uh, age,
3: restricted.
2: age restricted, yeah. But yeah, I saw that notification come up on yeah. our dashboard the other day and I I don't know, I haven't really seen any change since. Mm. We actually put up a video on fingering tips. Um, probably like a couple of weeks ago and it must that must have been in play already yeah. and that video has still not been age-restricted and it's blown up as well. It's got over 100,000 views yeah. like really it's, super it's, quickly. It's so interesting how it works. Yeah, so it, I don't think it can have affected us, yeah.
1: And, and let's mm. be but clear. Like it's, it's for a positive reason. It's kind of like yeah. you just say, is my content for children or not for children? Yeah. Just so it doesn't ever get shown to children.
3: Yeah, but then even then, that's a grey area in itself because we both believe that sex education should it's be for taught everyone. for all ages, you know, as soon as they're fucking three, four years yeah. old. But we're it talking about defi- age-appropriate sex yeah, education. Yeah. I guess not, it
2: depends what you define. Does that just mean under 18s?
1: I think it's 13 and below. Oh okay. Is what YouTube counts within the new act that got I think is a, yeah. a US act mm. that got passed.
2: But then we've still we're still
3: having kids that are looking at porn and masturbating so true. under the age of 13. Mm.
0: Well, so, when we when we interviewed Cindy Gallup, she said that the average that a, a kid would discover sex now is um 6 to 8 years wow. old to that's when so they first dumb. and that's I think that's their first um typically their first exposure to hardcore pornography. Yeah. So we're not even talking like uh, that's but shocking. for me, it would that be like horrific. boobs in the sun. It would have been like page three. Yeah. Six or seven. Magazine. But now it's like it's full on everything.
3: And this is why we need to be teaching it. There is so much outrage with suggesting we should be teaching young kids
2: about sex ed. ed. Or even just
3: about their bodies and consent and the way that, well, things work with sexuality and identity. Mm-hmm. It just blows my mind how we're still stuck in the ways and you've got places like scandinavia and norway they're hitting it off and they're doing it right and we're still stuck in the dark ages
0: and i would imagine if you looked at um teenage pregnancy rates and all of that sort of stuff in the open right
2: yeah they're lower and like sci rates they're all a lot lower over there yeah Mm -hmm. as well as um i mean it's really unfair to say but
3: the majority of them are great in bed (laughs) (laughs) it's a horrible
2: generalization
0: (laughs) But, but I mean, that would make sense.
3: Yeah, yeah because yeah. it does.
2: It they, means people are open about exploring their sexualities. They They communicate.
3: They actually
2: ask how you like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have a
3: good rep over that. They do.
1: Mm-hmm. So why did you start all this?
3: Well, we... <laughs> well, well. well, I mean, we originally met on a porn set because both Florence and I had this... Lovely idea of creating nice feminist porn. porn. Yeah. Well, you
2: you weren't so feminist, no, but I, I wanted I want... stuff that I wanted to see. Yeah, um, well, we both
3: we both did. It was yeah. stuff that we both wanted to see. It wasn't necessarily synced up just then.
0: And, <laughs> and you felt that. The current porn market wasn't catering to that stuff, or there wasn't enough of that that kind of stuff.
2: Exactly, exactly. We didn't really see what we wanted to see out there, and also, I guess, Reed, you were just you loved everything. I just loved it all. I just so you were like, I want to do this too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we met on a porn set, and Reed needed a flatmate, so I ended up moving in because I was back in Brighton, needed to move up to London. Um, and every single evening we would sit in the living room chatting in, about in sex in our dressing gowns in our dressing <laughs> gowns chatting about sex um, all like the hang ups that we had when we were teenagers and kind of going through all those like strange fantasies and stuff and like just making ourselves feel better about everything that we'd been thinking just agreeing with everything and, really yeah and
3: like learning through each other and the power of communication yeah. Yeah. being like oh my god you felt that way about this yeah. I felt that way I felt awful you did too no way yeah it was oh my for- god
2: I'm normal yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
3: you've got hairy nipples too oh oh you get discharged all this stuff that nobody talks about yeah and so we ended up being like shall we I mean we both had a a major interest in film and Mm -hmm. we just like yeah, let's see what we can do. We'll just film yeah. ourselves and put it up on YouTube. And our first video is just hilarious. Where we're just oh kind my of god, like it's so awkward. I've talking seen it. about <laughs> no, you yeah. haven't. Yeah. Oh my god! So good. I think
1: my favorite thing to do if I know someone's got a YouTube channel <laughs> is just search by date and then reverse.
2: Yes, but
3: I feel That's like so your second video got
1: like a hundred thousand views.
3: And, and see how much they grow as well. Mm. I mean, we've yeah. changed so much since. We've learned so oh much since god. then, especially about like. You know lot. what people want to see and how we can produce better mm. and more interesting videos. Cause before it would literally just be non-edited, and cut and shut from yeah. like us
2: rambling on and about a subject. We were we were very much in the mindset that we weren't doing it to become like influencers yes. or YouTubers. Mm-hmm. We we didn't we never like set out to do that. We just wanted to share our experiences. So we never really had that kind of like presenter kind of good on camera aesthetic because that's never what we intended to do yeah we
3: uh, we we just wanted to help people we just wanted to f- help others feel like how we helped each other exactly and it was only... I mean, we've doing. We've been doing it for quite a while, but I think it's such a dangerous thing going into YouTube. The amount of people I hear now like, oh, I'll just start a YouTube channel and get yes. famous, or I'll yeah. just, yeah. you know, become an influencer on Instagram. And that's devastating. You know, you try so hard and it takes hard work and noth- you get nothing back. Yeah. So you kind of have to find your niche passion for people to follow. And it's all about being... Yeah. I mean, no one was doing it at the time where we were talking about such risky topics but with our faces involved Mm, and talking about ourselves i mean you've got bloggers online talking about
2: sex toy reviews and they're all anonymous yeah all anonymous which kind of just heightens the taboo around sex because it's like well why are you ashamed to put your face to what Mm -hmm. you're writing and that's why that's why we were so passionate about being like look look here we are, we're talking about sex. Sex is normal, we all do it, and let's have better sex. Yeah, and we're we're cool about it.
1: (laughs) Did you have any confidence issues when you were going to film it and put yourself on?
2: That's a good question. I think
3: there have been elements, um, especially with relationships, family members, people not necessarily...
2: Yeah.
3: Like, I've definitely had issues with my partner, not because he didn't agree with what I was doing, but because his friends didn't understand. Yeah. And very much like, how can you let... Like,
2: how can your girlfriend talk about your sex life so openly? It's one of the reasons why my relationship just broke up, really, is that my um, ex-boyfriend never actually supported what I did. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, He would never listen to our podcast. He would never... Watch any of our videos. He kind of just like put it away, like it didn't exist in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he was never excited about me bringing a bag full of sex toys home or anything.
3: Yeah, when we were we were just so excited, so about that excited. Stuff. And your partner should be your number one fan. They should be supportive no matter what you do and help you to do what you want to do better.
2: Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I guess like confidence wise. I wasn't very confident about being on camera at the beginning. Yeah. Like, I have grown massively since we started. Yeah, now
3: you're like, whoa, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now,
2: now we're, like, on camera in front of huge film crews and... Yeah. Stuff like that, like we just did a massive brand campaign where we were the face of this like interview series online, mm. um, with a huge film crew, and that was crazy. Like I would never have been able to do that before. It was huge. That was actually quite daunting because we were yeah. hosting all these interviews.
3: Yeah. And um, but then again, we have the opportunity to film our own uh, pornographic educational films. And... Yeah, and we're in. Well,
2: we're in it, but not doing the sex. Yeah,
3: it's like the ultimate like attention seeking we're directing and we're also starring (laughs) (laughs) but uh, you know we 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 love that
1: you make the theme tune for it as well
2: the theme tune (laughs) no we find that on audio (laughs) (laughs) network
1: i i think it's really important what you said there
0: of um going back to what you said read earlier of like you were really passionate about it and you've got this like this big brand deal has just come in but that's five years in of Graft and had you been doing it for the money Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have sustained you it was the fact that you believed in your you had a passion around it and you were like let's educate let's help people and that's Mm -hmm. what's kept you going for five years
2: definitely we never were in it for the money no like we honestly have only been doing this for the last five years because we wanted to help people Mm. and we got loads of like lovely messages back from people some of the messages like you know saying I was suicidal yeah. and
3: you've really helped me. That's and so it's that. insane. Like, that was when it really sort yeah. of picked up on when we were making that much of a difference to people. And we were like, we can't stop doing this.
0: Because people are terrified to talk about sex. Mm. I mean, and... Hi, though. and though. Oh, <laughs> fuck knows. I mean, Religion. I, so, yeah, like I think religion is a huge part of it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think as well that looking at history, it seems to be like art following the um, industrial revolution mm-hmm. when ownership became a thing i like because if you think back to like tribal living where everyone is sleeping with everyone and no one knows who's fathered what child because then we can all look after that because they're you're all my children yeah to this is my wife who lives in my house on my land and Mm -hmm. she shall be chased i bought her with a diamond
2: ring yeah right
0: and it's very much this kind of male ownership of women i think and i think that has a, a lot to do with like the shame of sex of um, and then I suppose maybe control as well mm. of like state or church or whatever mix yeah, of the Cultural two.
3: backgrounds could could have a heavy influence, but it, it is frustrating because even though we're lucky being in London and people are quite open-minded, there is still all over the world, just even the simple idea of numbers, you know, a, a man could have actually a man is more appreciated if he's got a high number and women's are, women have to have a low number. And it, mm-hmm. it's this sort of like sex stance, which we, you know, we're very much like, your number is your own and it shouldn't ever matter what your sex count is. Yeah, you talk about that in
0: your podcast a lot. And, and like, I mean... If you've got a better number, like you'll be better at what you're doing. So like Well, just, I mean just get you can say up.
3: that though, but Practice,
0: practice makes perfect. <laughs> it
3: is practice, but then you could be with that one person and I mean it changes every person you meet. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you've sat with like a hundred people or one person, the next person will still be different and you still yeah. have to relearn. But that's what's exciting about it.
0: I think though now it is fine for you to make as much fucking money out of this as possible because Mm -hmm. like you can help more people the more you're paid to do this.
3: Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly kind of the turning point was if we do get paid, we can make more content because yeah. we both still had full-time jobs, part-time jobs on the side while yeah. doing this. And so many evenings
2: and weekends were given up oh, yeah. just was, to do our YouTube it, To channel. be honest, it was starting to get really difficult. Yeah, Like recently, I've actually only gone freelance um, to put more time into this mm-hmm. recently, probably like three months ago. But I took on like this really full-on job as a director of oh. this young media company. And I was working so much overtime and trying to like, juggle the podcast the YouTube channel like little brand deals that we were getting in and like as well as doing that like sitting on edits at this office until like 3am and mm-hmm. i like bank holiday weekends and it was getting really insane that was one of the reasons why I was just like actually this is like two full-time jobs now this is the time to go freelance and really put this work into Come Curious yeah. and make it Make it, mo- like, monetizable. Yeah, because if we can earn from it, it means we can create better content
3: and focus yeah. more of our attention. Things only really kicked off for us when we got management. Yes. And then we were we were scouted by a company who then, you know, they, they manage all the brand deals and yeah. ask us, it's almost like they give us deadlines because even though there's two of us, yeah. giving yourself a deadline or even just your team a deadline, it's harder than having a sort of separate body come in and say, no, you need to do this by this time. Yeah.
0: You're Um. accountable.
3: And so management
2: was the start they, of our podcast. They took as well. a huge risk taking us on as Massively, well because we weren't yeah. even that big. They they saw our YouTube channel. I think we were at like forty thousand subscribers. Yeah, and that was um a year and a half ago. And our Instagram was like oh terrible, dead. like 8k mm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, we shouldn't say terrible. As in a k is
2: great, by the way. <laughs> but yeah. like, like for how long that we wonderful. had been doing it. Yeah, and we just didn't. It was yeah, we didn't have it. You weren't
0: prioritizing thing, uh, it. You weren't trying to grow it. I guess definitely not. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it was like um, a second thought. Yeah, but they they had a lot. They had a bit of pushback as well from their like higher ups when they signed us because they're the higher ups of the company. Uh, some men in Germany oh, somewhere, yeah, and they were like, Madness. really, we want to be taking on a uh, influencer
3: that talks about sex. Yeah, there was a huge back and forth, and they were almost saying they shouldn't take us on because of yeah. the fact that we are two women talking about sex. They didn't feel comfortable mm. with it, and now no. it's almost like a big middle finger up to them and be like what well, actually you did take us on and we've done so well yeah you've yeah. grown us so much so it's like it yeah. this is what people want to talk about now we have kind of i mean five years ago maybe people weren't ready to talk about sex as much as they do now yeah. we've really hit the you know the gold mine at the moment because and everyone
2: wants to talk about people it. people are starting to talk about it i feel like there are so many more influencers doing it now mm-hmm. it's become cute cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, our manager has really put us out there and like really pushed for us and like we're so grateful for her.
0: It, it again comes back to that thing of of people being frightened to to pursue it and like yeah. from from people so we were describing earlier of people like getting in contact with you and saying how much you've helped because they were suicidal or whatever mm, because yeah. they had no one to turn to. And I mean, when we put this out like we'll have to say in the mm. intro like oh if you're going to be triggered by Us saying vagina, then like, don't do I mean, (laughs) and it's it's shit that we that we're actually gonna have to say those words, but like, but we will have to put a warning in because, in case people are like, oh my god, they're talking about people copulating, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) I just
2: wanted to learn about business, (laughs) 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 that's a good freelancer, (laughs) but
0: but it's it's so it's really fucking frustrating, isn't it? Because like, if we can all just have open, honest discussions, then we can we can learn and be better,
2: yeah. And like, who doesn't want better sex? Like it's Who so worry. fucking yeah. good. Or like a better pleasure. Yeah.
3: Better enjoyment. Like not even just with a partner, solo pleasure or yeah. just feeling better and,
2: and, and good more about the body. Uh, yeah, exactly. More confident about yourself. And that's, that's a huge part of what we do is build like helping people build that like inner confidence and yeah. self-love.
0: Which is so important. And something that, I mean, maybe that's why all the timing is coming together is because yeah. they, they are so linked and, now is the time where people are starting to get in touch with like, oh, it's okay for me to not just fucking hate myself. And, yes, and exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Like I can be who I want to be. There's no like limit to that.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that I think that, you, that I've heard you guys talk about before that is so important is, and just that really does need to be talked about on whatever platform. And it's so annoying that because you you speak about sex that it gets blocked and then people don't hear about it, but is the issue of consent. Yeah, and And just like, educating people to to know like what is consent and what's not i don't know if you mm. guys have seen the morning show that new the new apple um the new apple um like Ooh. drama drama it's show it's got A-T- apple plus oh. or whatever no, it's fucking amazing it's, it's really? got like um, it's got like uh, jennifer Carrell. aniston steve corral um, oh, really? we'll oh oh
3: remind me like, i'll Dude, write it down it's
0: fucking dope mm. it's one of the best things i've ever seen it's really? so good oh. better than chernobyl I couldn't get, th- I couldn't get through <laughs> you know, man. It was too, oh, it was too depressing. I couldn't get through it. I watched episode one and then I was done. Euphoria um, is the
3: best. Yeah, but,
0: uh, I haven't seen that. Uh, that we're main, all like, I mean, that? I just
3: watched Succession as well so shit's going down.
0: <laughs> oh, I've been hearing about that. Adam um, Adam Brazier, that's you. That's me. Adam, Bu- Adam, Adam Buxton was talking about that on his yeah. podcast. So I've, I've yeah, I want to see that. Handmaid's Tale. That's oh fucking God, good. Oh, my God, stop. It's all so- oh, don't, don't, I
2: haven't watched the latest series yet, but I fucking love that show. Oh, my
0: God. It's so fucking good. Anyway, oh, so Morning good. Show um, is so good. And it's all around, like, Harvey Weinstein, Me Too. Oh. And there's basically a rape in it. Yeah. And Steve Carell, like, has sex with this girl who just... Like it's like she's frozen and she just doesn't say no, oh, and like yep. to see it, like I, it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to watch. Yeah, and but like fucking great, it's on TV. Yeah, and like really for a dude good. to be watching that and be like. Oh, maybe, you yeah. know, like, yeah. maybe just the, like, are you sure yeah. this is cool? Or yeah. do you know what I mean? Maybe just having yeah. that conversation. Yeah. yeah.
2: We actually had a really great conversation about consent um, on our podcast recently that came out with Sophie Milner. Um, we had a story come in and I started reading it in quite, like, a cool, like, a, a positive, way. like, yeah. sexy way. And then... Then it kind of like turned from like oh we're having really like loads of fun in the clubs with the boys and then suddenly they're in the alley behind the club and she was like actually I don't want to be having sex with this person but she didn't have the courage to say no and he ended up fucking her there mm-hmm. and she she said that it doesn't she was like it doesn't feel like rape but I, like I felt really weird about it ever since and she had this moment where she was like whoa what are you doing and he just continued.
3: Yeah we're still struggling with the idea of consent because it's only really been a new concept like none of us knew about this when we were going through sex education and of course it was never even spoken about in sex ed which is
2: crazy.
3: No no one told anyone, guys included, that you can say no if you don't want to have sex and consent for a woman is hard anyway but consent for a man that's even harder for a man to turn down sex and then you've got the girl being like why don't you want to have sex with me it's there's such a gray area at the moment because there's no simple way for it like legally I think you can you know I'm not going to say the legal stuff because I don't know it to heart but it's if you have to have an enthusiastic yes for it to really to really be sure that it's consent yeah. And, and you can't give that p- consent when you're drunk at all. Yeah. And that, legally. W- which blows my mind, because most of us have sex when we're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you <laughs> think extent. like, well, but then you've also got the other end of the spectrum where people are getting so terrified about consent and thinking that they're going to be in trouble yeah. for rape or get called on mm. uh, or messaged saying, I didn't want to have sex with you last night. And it's been a simple mistake. But I know someone who um, who's had a sexual experience and he was terrified that she was going to. Say cry rape and I was like, "Where's this come from? You know, what's happened in this scenario where you believe that this is going to happen and and she's going to come out with it and it's going to ruin your career? Uh, what happened? He was like, "No, nothing happened. I just, you know, I, I was drunk. I just, I, you know, I can't be one hundred percent positive." And he's such a sweet guy and he's very aware of consent, but it's almost going to the fear factor of too mm. aware of consent. Um, mm. I mean, it.
0: Oh God. I, I don't know what's <laughs> best. Well, like yeah. too
3: aware or not aware enough. Yeah. Like, is,
0: but yeah. what is important is the conversation, isn't it? Yeah, Definitely. the communication.
3: We just Consent about it. doesn't always have to be like a verbal contract. It can be visual. It can be body language. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, even if there's no harm in just saying, you're having a yeah. good time, you're enjoying it. Well, it's, it's
2: exactly mm. that case with Aziz Azari. I don't know how to say his name properly. Aziz Azari, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and... Um, It was just completely a lack of understanding of body language, Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the main things and the main problems is that people are unaware unless someone's saying no, and they also don't get that it's really hard as a woman in a sexual situation to say no sometimes because Mm -hmm. you're like, what are they gonna what are they gonna do if I say no? What are they gonna do if I push away? Like, are they gonna force themselves upon me anyway? Mm. Are they gonna get violent? Are they gonna get aggressive? Like sometimes it's it's safer. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly, and it's like oh. Oh, this is my friend like I don't want to like ruin our relationship by getting it making it awkward is it's so boyfriend? it's so complicated sometimes yeah it's too easy to say oh yeah you
3: could just say no but it's, it's not as simple as that yeah we wish it was, it just isn't. but
2: it, it's the learning about body language and like other ways of seeing consent and, like, seeing that it's not consented. And just, like, being aware, isn't it?
3: Yeah. I mean, this is what we need to be taught in school. So we're not even having this conversation now. It's already embedded into our minds by the time we are having casual sex.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you get the... Obviously, um, YouTube does demographics, right? Yes. So, so so you kind of know... like, So who's tuning into you?
2: Well, on YouTube, I've got... I, uh, there's There's been the uh, statistics recently, and I somehow have not figured out how to look at the subscribers anymore. <laughs> so I can only see the demographic recently from just our viewers, which is I think 60% male, but that's the people that aren't subscribed as well because before when you when I was looking at the subscribers it was always probably 60% women. Mm-hmm. That was the same. I mean tr- at the beginning yeah. the stuff
3: that we were filming I was just sorry, people were just looking at it and wanking you know
2: it's like free porn <laughs> there are still people that watch our oh yeah our i mean channel. if you can and
3: wank over a facebook picture you can wank over a video of two girls talking about sex yeah we you get, get a some lot
2: weird of messages comments. oh All the God, time. yes i mean if you just look at the comments on our youtube videos yeah some of them are despicable yeah
3: especially like some because we like to delve into interesting fetishes we did one on feet and oh the comments there um feet <sighs> Has only been coming into light recently. I mean, I fucking love feet. I have a massive foot fetish anyway. I love it. But feet is like such a weird thing for people. It's either you love it or you hate it, and you don't understand the in between. But so many people are into feet. It's unbelievable.
2: It is crazy, actually. Yeah, so
3: I
0: mean, that's cool, and you do you, and whatever. But like, <laughs> but how do you deal with the weirdies? With with I guess with the unwanted attention of of like.
3: Ignore of them. People
0: just yeah. being like, ugh, what do like, <laughs> you mean?" Just
3: well, weirdies are tolerable. Weird, like if you if someone's just saying, "I want to fuck you." As much as that could be disrespectful and rude, you do get desensitised to it and you kind of have to look at it from a mindful position where you're like, they are just giving us a compliment. They think they're doing the right thing. They clearly haven't been taught the right way to approach the situation. And it's the same with dick pics. As much as we hate them and it's frustrating, they can't help it. They wouldn't send a dick pic if they didn't think
2: it was going to work. You're very positive about them. I am so positive. (laughs) I'm on the other spectrum. I'm like, these fucking weirdos, what the fuck are they?
3: It's like, it's the horrible comments that are hard to ignore. The stuff where it's like you ladies deserve to be raped, or oh, like yeah, we've been the, told that we should be murdered. And, yeah, like the comparison ones, like she's hotter than than that person, or like you
2: need to oh, put yeah. a jumper on, stuff like that. And you're my, just like, where? You need a nose job? I've had before. Like uh, what is this? My favorite comment for me, it's not a bad one. Favorite? Actually, it's not a bad one at all. They a lot of so people say that I look like the older version of Millie. Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Mm, like oh, Probably because not. I had short hair in um, a lot of our videos. Mm. But yeah, that's not a bad one. I don't know why I brought no, that up. No, that's great. Um, but yeah. If that's
0: as bad as it gets, yeah. then that, that's all good.
2: Um, it, it has taken a lot of practice because obviously the yeah. more attention you
3: get, the more comments you get. And we are talking about something that the majority of people around the world aren't okay with. Um, yeah. but you it's you have to train yourself to not dwell on the negativity because it will happen. People will hate and and trying to come from a point of understanding, yeah. you know, their upbringing, maybe they've just been taught wrong.
2: Um, it, I mean, it's just, it comes hand in hand with talking about sex that we're going to get weird comments like this. It just... Yeah is and people search for pornographic stuff on youtube all the time weirdly even though obviously there's not going to be anything on there i mean sometimes there is actually and it gets taken (laughs) down but um it's on there for a little bit but yeah we're always going to have those comments when you're talking about sex because sex brings up the worst in people sometimes and our brains
3: are crap like we could get Hundreds or thousands of lovely comments, but you get that
2: one negative comment, and and that's the one you stick to. I have always remembered someone just saying, "Oh, the one on the left is like way uglier than the one on the right." I was like, "Why do I remember this?" Yeah, and it's just stuck in my mind
3: rather than all those positive, wonderful comments.
2: So many positive ones that we get. Yeah, frustrating. Yeah, but But on on Instagram, to do with our audience, we have primarily an audience of women who are between the ages of 18 and 35
3: yeah and we have this like beautiful community that's the main thing oh, we got from my YouTube, god was Our the community comments. is amazing the, the comment system with youtube is like oh, Basically half the video, people will always watch the video and look at the comments. And if we get a negative comment, we have a barrage of lovely people Amazing. sticking yeah. up for us. Which it's almost like it kind of looks after itself. Yeah. And it's the same on on Instagram posts as well. Like people are so they eager always, to defend.
2: They always comment on the negative ones. Yeah. They're like hey, uh, no. Uh, excuse
3: <laughs> me. Thing is, I just don't like. People being horrible if you get horrible comment, don't be horrible back you know you have to yeah. hit it with intelligence yeah. or try and make them see a different side you know like no. <laughs> my 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 skill was are you okay is everything all right you know like because that's not a normal <laughs> comment to send yeah. They'd be um, like yeah'
2: I am. Is your mental health on on point now like, what's happening just just don't respond yeah it's better not to respond to a troll yeah, absolutely because you hit Yeah, with fire, you're just going to get fire back. Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good advice, I think. But we have
2: the best community that we've grown. Like, it has been really recently, when I posted my post about my breakup, hundreds, like, over, probably, like, almost 500, like, so many direct messages, like, from complete strangers just showing their love and support. And it was just like, wow, how have we been so lucky as to create like such a huge and amazing community of people that are so lovely?
1: I don't think you're lucky. Like You've been doing this for five years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true.
3: We're on and off five years, though. I mean, part-time weekends and evenings five years. Well, yeah, but it's never stopped. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we'd be dead if we if we started this full time. Well, actually, we, we, yeah, we'd be dead. We'd be starved. <laughs> and gone cold think, yeah, we, we, think
0: how many people you've helped
3: yeah, and, think, and yeah. you
1: know about the ones that reached out yeah. think about the thousands that have never even yeah. sent you me a message because yeah. like how many people do you watch and love their stuff but never send them a message
3: of course yeah true like,
2: yeah.
0: oh that's so it's, warming it's so
1: exponential yeah. to, to the number of like every one
0: DM you get there's like another hundred people out there who are yeah. digging what you're doing so yeah it's so fucking, many
2: lives.
3: We, we only really put it into perspective when we hit our we hit like a milestone with our subscribers and I think we were at like at a gig well, some we were we were somewhere in a venue where they
2: were where it oh, told us how
3: many people yeah. were in the venue we were like this is how many people subscribe to
2: us. Yeah. I was in um, Wembley Stadium yeah. recently and it came up on the huge screen about like how many people were there and it was like this is this like the stadium has 82 like thousand people and then I was thinking wait over 100,000 people subscribe to our yeah. YouTube channel.
0: You're like I'm amazing. out of this place yeah. <laughs> I've got like, yeah. in my pocket
2: more <laughs> than the people in Wembley Stadium subscribe and watch our channel yeah because when that's crazy because it's
3: all like virtual numbers and it, again it's like virtual money it doesn't really equate to the same thing as seeing it in real life and in yeah. front of you and you're like oh, there are real people yeah rather yeah. than this sort of yeah. like Statistic. virtual personality yeah
0: so interesting it's like so when I watch your videos and you're like fully clothed and doing sex positions and stuff like it's just funny like uh, yes. I don't see how anyone would like A you say anything negative or B say anything like sexy about it like no
2: it's yes. so not sexy I mean
3: if, if we can uh, I always put it into perspective of the Facebook wankers if you can look at a picture and have an imagination like I mean we don't even have to look at a picture we could literally imagine and have like a nice tasty wank it's the same if it just sparks Soft imagination but yeah it's, it's just supposed to be fun we just want to have mm. fun because sex is supposed to be fun it's yes. not supposed to be serious we're supposed to have yeah. a giggle and a fun time and like laugh at the fuck be ups and the mistakes and yeah much as like stis are awful but you're supposed to go oh fuck i got an sti oh i'm oh gonna have uh, to do that that's a bit of shit like <laughs> ha, 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 have a laugh and get on with it together yeah
0: so censorship has obviously been a, a problem. Like, how are you? How are you combating censorship? Because you're still getting a message out there.
2: It's. I, I think we just keep going. Like yeah. we've never stopped, even though we've been shadow bound on YouTube and we've had, like. Uh
3: I mean you
0: have had your Instagram shut oh down yeah. a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. We you? had our
3: Instagram.
2: Even come curious has been come deleted curious a few got times. Taken down, mine's been taken down seven fucking but times. But we just seven keep going. Times. Like we just keep going. There's like yeah. we never stop.
3: I I think that there was a big shift in um like I think it was earlier this year when I lost it for the seventh time especially tags and keywords and LGBTQ stuff was getting removed. Um, yeah. And anything to do with sex or sex education, but they picked up on that, luckily, and they have changed it. Like now my, now, my account has like a what's it called, like a like like a safety net, like a blocking system, because Instagram put these weird things in place where anyone could report your account a certain number of times and it would be automatically taken oh, down. Okay. So if you've yeah. got one person that hates you, yeah. they yeah. could just report, report, report until it gets taken down, yeah. which is what we assume happened with my account. And probably the same with Come Curious because yeah. my account got deleted, then the Come Curious account yeah. got deleted. We had, I think
2: we had like some sort of... Uh, enemy there definitely or oh,
3: <laughs> several several yeah. enemies I mean if we're, they're saying that we should be murdered and raped then yeah definitely several enemies out there um yeah. <laughs> but we we are taking precautions at the moment with especially with instagram and youtube oh, with the language we're typing yes we have because, changed that yeah they, they pick up on swear words and they can you blacklist mean as in like your titles
1: account? and descriptions yeah in, yeah. in oh, any
2: okay. any sort of thing that you're writing even on the stories we just stopped using swear words we'd type yeah fuckers with fks instead of like just just spelling with yeah, asterisks yeah. or like spelling it how we do it in the podcast. Yeah, even our podcast is F asterisks asterisks K S yes. which
3: is a mouthful and difficult because it makes it so hard to search for yeah, but, but we need that yeah. in place because they might end up just going, no, no one can listen to your podcast yeah. because it's too rude.
2: Yeah. We, I also learned recently that um, just putting like random things like link in bio in your description yeah. makes you less favorable in the algorithm mm-hmm. on Instagram. Right. Facebook
3: sucks themselves off and they only want you to go to facebook or whatsapp or instagram but yeah they don't want you to link <laughs> outside of facebook Yeah, network. so they
1: definitely make it if you link to youtube that's going to get yeah, shown less instantly. because obviously that's competing mm. with them yeah. yeah years ago they put that that into place as well when it was there was no instagram it was just facebook mm-hmm. like if you put a youtube link up it would get shown yeah. to no one. yeah
3: definitely on facebook mm. we've got like a little link tree thing but i still yeah, think that right, gets yeah. shunned yeah. as well
1: you're you are leaving their do? platform yeah. and they want you to stay on their yeah, platform. Yeah,
3: yeah. But then they're also interested to see where all everyone's going. They want to learn. Yeah. Sneaky, yeah. sneaky. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> we
2: we can't really get around that though because we need to link people to our, our other our channel, YouTube, yeah. our like podcast because every time we post a story when the podcast mm-hmm. comes out like they need we need people to be directed to these other places. Mm-hmm. So we can't not have that link there. Well, Instagram's so, just for
3: pictures and videos. It's not yeah. for audio. It's not for
2: No. They can't have everything. Instagram, they can't control it all. Yeah, (laughs) not a monopoly. (laughs) Fuck you. Don't please don't
3: delete me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay.
3: Please. We love you, really.
1: Yeah, someone's just there turning off that un- that block button. Yeah,
3: alone. yeah. Our teacher. She's so speaking lucky. again. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I was really lucky as well because the, the seventh time, we actually had someone message our Come Curious account saying, hey, I work for Facebook, I can help you because I do believe your oh, account should be up. Right? Amazing. She's actually coming on our podcast as a guest is on she? Monday, yeah. Her name's Julie. Who oh, is that? Julie the chronic optimist? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, same, same oh, lady. She sounds,
1: she sounds really optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
3: yes. Um, and I think yeah, we're going to learn about um, uh, her c- chronic illness, I think. So it's going to be so interesting, especially because she's like really open about sex. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait.
0: She's going to be good. That sounds ace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very rare that we have two people um Mm. two people on like how uh, as business partners like what's the relationship like like do you have is one got the other's strengths and weaknesses because that's kind of how (laughs) how me and adam are
2: yes
3: 100 percent we uh, we lived together and then we were working together and then on top of that you know we're good friends so it's balancing that life of being work colleagues and being friends, yeah. which is really hard to do, yeah. especially because we we're two different people and we will have two different ideas about something and the way things that should yeah, go. We often disagree. Yeah, often disagree <laughs> and, and like have like a little bicker. But luckily, we found ways to manage that and be like, just like kind of you kind of just have to. You have to just suck it up. You do have to it suck it up. I yeah. think that's
2: what I've learned in a partnership is that you just have to suck up your issues with yeah. each other sometimes. And not be a child and be like, eh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to stick like, to my guns just to fucking apologise We love, and move on. We love what we do so much that we would never want to cause any sort of rife between us yeah. that would um, make it, go away definitely um but yeah we definitely have like different strengths in our relationship you're kind of always you've always been like the very sociable like forward-facing person you you like if we go to an event you are the person that gets us like the contacts reed will just talk to every single person in the room she's amazing like that and i guess (laughs) i'm the one on like a little bit more in the background doing yeah. but you're a like lot the of organiser. the organizing you do
3: the emails all the writing stuff yeah. that we need to do because i can't fucking write to save my life like you've got the <laughs> methodical work brain and you're a really yeah. good director as well yeah. so it we work well as a team we're you we're know a like, great team Yeah, strengths and weaknesses and i, th- I think we work well anyway yeah yeah
2: we've we've yeah. always we met working <laughs> together so we've mm-hmm. kind of always had this relationship as well yeah. which is probably why it's always been quite successful
3: yeah we've we've figured out that dynamic at yeah. the beginning rather than being like really good friends and then going yeah. into business I think that can be quite tricky yeah. yeah
0: so with your podcast how has that like changed things for you has it opened up new doors for you has it been like a bit of a steep learning curve like our podcast has been for us like how's, <laughs> how's that journey been
2: our podcast has been probably one of the most successful things that we've ever done yeah. like just dis- disgustingly quickly as well yeah our podcast came out a year ago yeah and we've
3: just we were shocked just because we're so used to how slowly it's YouTube with gr- youtube yeah. and instagram and then with the podcast podcasts are hard anyway because yeah. it's hard to promote them and you, it's not that shareable. It's not yeah, easily shareable. Breach really, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, we were quite quite surprised. We don't know if it's everyone who listens to our podcast has just come
2: from our YouTube channel, but we don't think. I so. don't think they. Like, like, I think we have a whole new audience. I would yeah. expect so. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've just we we're over um, eight hundred uh, thousand downloads, yeah. and it's it's just grown so rapidly. We've become our Producers' most successful podcasts that they mm. they that they record Easy. and um, produce, and we've got. I think all the opportunities that we have gotten in the last year have been because of the podcast. Yeah, That's oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: definitely. I mean, podcasts are so in at the moment. It's all I fucking listen to mm, is podcasts. Like, yeah. oh, great. Uh, and it's it's definitely like a new age of the pod. Everyone wants to get involved, and now it's
2: yeah. Especially but.
3: when it's something with sex because our YouTube channel as much as we felt we were still talking um, you can't really listen to it or watch it on the train because we are talking about sex yeah. maybe holding a dildo and people feel a little bit I worried about yeah. that I but a podcast do, yeah. is very private and in your ears and it works really well something so girls.
2: fun about listening to a podcast about sex when you're yeah. on your commute on oh, your yeah, commute yeah.
3: to work no, and everyone else is looking miserable and you're, <laughs> you're sitting like, <laughs>
2: there like oh anal <laughs> I was just listening to one of our episodes on the tube and it was like rush hour I was like packed like a sardine in the tube and reed was talking about the orgy that she had (laughs) a couple of months ago oh yeah
0: (laughs) do you find it hard to get guests
3: um well at the beginning i think maybe it was hard it's trying to know what guests to get i think that's because so
0: break down the break down the format of the show
3: so um we interview a guest We, we get we try and get a guest from all different ranges of backgrounds and identities because on the YouTube channel, it's just us two talking, you know, from our cis, white woman ways. But with the podcast, we can open up that conversation about sex and, and learn more. So a lot of it has been through Instagram, trying to find people that have a little bit of a sex background because they are more likely to or follow to it, I suppose. Yeah, and, yeah and start
2: listening. but, but the format is very uh, p- like personal. Personal, um, hella personal so we we talk all about our guests personal sex stories mm-hmm. so we go through their their last fuck, their best fuck, their worst fuck, the one that changed them yeah I love and their that their first one. time so you have like we have to have guests that are very open to talking about their personal sex life and being okay with everyone hearing it
3: yeah. And that can be quite hard because especially when we want to get sex therapists on who can't talk about their sex life, it's like we have to change up that format for them, which is all right. You know, we do a little special episode now and again, but most people want to hear the nitty gritty about your personal
2: life. Yeah. And again, you just learn so much even just through hearing that. I guess primarily the people that we get on are people in our own space we've had like we all like they've all kind of got some sort of influence in the sex sphere. yeah yeah it is it is hard to get people to come on yeah but we are lucky that there are a lot more people opening up about these sort of things and are okay with it we've got guests booked until march so we're not short on them
0: wicked are people starting to contact you to come on the show yeah you must get some crazy people contact yeah (laughs) yeah
2: I mean only like influencers on Instagram. Oh, I can't oh, yeah. I can't remember anyone specifically, but we definitely have people approaching us to come on the show.
3: Fair enough. But yeah, normally it is us reaching out to them or we've met yeah. them on a shoot or you know, they you know, they said something really cool about sex and we're like, Yeah, you need to talk, talk yeah. with us.
2: Quite often it will just be like one thing, like someone doing a TED talk and talking about consent, that's what happened recently, I reached out to them. It's like, Wait, can you come onto our podcast and talk about this? And they tell them the format, they're like, Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Even
3: then the format, it being personal, we do interlace it with, you know, stuff that they're interested in or passionate about or stuff that we just learnt. Um, So it's not just all about like their fuck
2: situations. And we are open to like changing up the format. Like if we really want someone on and they're like not as comfortable, Mm. like we would change up the format a little bit. So they didn't have to be so um, open. Yeah. Mm.
0: I think you guys are such an inspiration for, Having like a strong purpose of why why you want to do something, and then just not giving up. And I think that's so (laughs) admirable because it's so because like everyone gives up.
3: Yeah, well, it's too easy to give up. And again, we're at the age of um, well, just like a quick fix, aren't we? The influencer age where you don't have to work hard to get rich or famous, which is not true
2: because you You have to work fucking hard to earn money from being an influencer.
3: But then we can't, you know, they can't help it. They're looking at Instagram, seeing these people blow up massively. Yeah, it looks easy from the outside. But even then, influencers that don't look like they're trying are still trying and it's still a lot of work.
1: I had a really great metaphor for that the other day that was like, it's like an iceberg where you only see the tip of it popping out of the water but underneath is this huge, massive thing that no one else sees.
3: Oh my goodness, that's social media in general. That's why we're all so fucked up and thinking that our lives are like shit and we're feeling inadequate Mm -hmm. because all we see is this perfect... like rose-tinted view of somebody's life and that's why you know we aim really hard to be super honest on our instagram and even on my personal one being brutally honest so we're kind of taking that veil away and saying like look i am having a shit time with my mental health or you know like my fucking i've got fucking shingles which i put on there the other day (laughs) because it's it's not all Fun and games, especially if all you've got are like really beautifully, nicely shot images from photographers. It's so easy to think, oh, my God, their life is so amazing. So amazing. So cool. They're on holiday all the time. They're like smiling all the time. They're having the best. No, I just think it's important being honest. Yeah. For, the, for the sake of other people.
2: I think, like, there has been moments where we might have given up. Like, I think yeah. the, the year <laughs> the year before we got picked up by management, things really did start to slow down oh, for yeah. us. Because
3: we had that um, conundrum, didn't we? Where we were, like, messaging,
2: you're like, I don't know if I can continue doing this. And I was like, we, we don't have a... We, we have to do this, man. Yeah. <laughs> there were, we definitely had the conversation. And I think it was... I think I had brought it up because of my ex boyfriend as well. Yeah. And him being not so yeah. um into the whole thing. And I was just like, I like I just don't know anymore. Like, is it worth it? Like we're not getting anything from it and It's like when you when your loved ones give you an ultimatum,
3: yeah. like it's either me or your passion, yeah. that it, it messes with your mind and yeah. you end up believing
2: that that's the way you should go because like what else can you do i think you said to me you said to me well i'm going to continue doing it if you're not (laughs) if you're if you're not involved (laughs) or not and i was like like, (laughs) 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 exactly i
3: was like i created this with you yeah i don't want anyone else on there
2: (laughs) but yeah i feel like it's too important to stop no yeah you're right And And i'm glad
3: I'm, i'm i'm sorry i'm glad that you're not with him anymore so you can continue i know, this amazing I, know work. I know
2: i know oh, and I you know you. what like single life dating it's only going to be yeah. beneficial to come curious i exactly. mean so much content yeah so yeah. much more content New information new tips and <laughs> tricks videos yeah, it's how to have the best breakup ever is coming soon <laughs> oh my god that's actually a sick idea let's yeah. do that please
3: how do
0: you come up with your ideas
3: I, just, I don't some, even know sometimes it's really last minute like we have we plan yeah. a film day and yeah. we're like shit what can we do okay what have we talked about recently like the other yeah. day we we're like um some girl asked me about genital hygiene and so yeah. we we're like shit let's quickly do a video on genital hygiene yeah. even though we know we, that
2: video won't do well we on we often we often look back at our most successful videos and think okay so what did these videos have that made them do really well and we create something similar through the old videos that have done well. Yeah. But that's still different enough to worth yeah. being put up.
3: Mm, it's um, annoying that YouTube works with clickbait so much because mm. the important stuff that we want to talk about, like our LGBTQ yeah. plus videos do so badly. I know, and it's such a shame. And, and that's what we're passionate about. Mm. And then you've got videos that are like, how to finger a girl. And
2: they pop, are the ones that pop, skyrocket. Yeah, sure. yeah. Or yeah. like how
3: to give a good blowjob. you yeah. like,
2: our, really? Our, our blowjob <laughs> tips video has over 2 million views. Yeah, it's absurd. And it was in a film on yes, a YouTube it search. it was. Yeah. Um, what was it
3: called again? Eighth. Eighth grade. It was the one from Eighth Bo grade. Burnham, who's also a YouTuber. Um, and he made this film Eighth Grade about a girl going through puberty and oh, that learning about sex. was such a sex. good film. I'd really
2: recommend it. Oh, and then cool. our, our YouTube video popped up when yeah. she was searching for
3: That's job job tips.
2: <laughs> so cool!
1: Amazing. Did she get loads more watches after that.
2: I, I, I think we
3: did we actually. Must have done. Yeah. Must have
1: searched for it. Yeah.
2: Still didn't and invite us. We, in we were in the
3: credits. <laughs> yeah, we were. They credited ah. us, which is actually crazy. I think yeah. it's because Bo Burnham
1: yeah he He was a
3: youtuber and he understands the power of being credited so yeah thank you very much bo burnham we love your stuff you're amazing great film (laughs) great he's
1: actually a listener
3: no
2: way
1: no he's not oh god
3: really fancy bo burnham hit me up (laughs) are you into uh non-monogamy at all (laughs) cool i got a boyfriend but it's cool cool with us come have a threesome and you, Are need you need to finished. Be finished with your personal.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: my number is. <laughs> Please. Okay, right.
2: We'll
3: carry on. <laughs> You're <gotta,
2: gotta laughs> like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh my fine. Burden. You know that was a lie. Mm. What was a lie?
1: I doesn't listen. Fuck!
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? I'm I'm done now. I'm I'm gone. But he might do. <laughs> he fucking might. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna send a link. But to- to- From this poor cut Oh, Fuck. You know. It doesn't matter. He probably follows us now. If he. He if better. We him, he better. I post enough nudes for him.
1: <laughs> He's just like not again.
3: Yeah, please, <laughs> please stop doing it. I'll like, get like a restraining Yeah, like you order. are with dick
0: pics. It's just like, oh, it's another one.
3: Yeah, another one. <laughs> it's oh like yeah, girl
0: again.
3: We actually do say sending explicit images out from any gender to any gender is not okay. It's not just dick pics. Please ask for consent. Yeah, always ask for consent.
0: What advice would you give to a young person who is thinking about starting their own project, whether it's about sex or just something in general? Like, I think even just having the confidence to sit in front of a camera and post it to YouTube and talk about anything. What, what do you say to that person?
2: Just, it's, just do it. Yeah, just, just do, it. do
3: it. It's going to be hard because the YouTubers that you look up to now are the ones that started years and years, years ago, ago. And it does take a lot of hard work. And it's harder now because everyone is doing yeah. a similar thing. But if you're passionate about it mm-hmm. and you've got a niche, especially if, there's, if you've got something that you know and and you know that not many people are talking about it, you will do better and more be more successful than anyone else, than the bloody yeah. fucking makeup tip videos. Yeah, you
2: just have to work hard as well. Like, don't think that it's going to be easy. Put in the effort, put in the hours, do your research. Research how to edit a quick YouTube video yeah. that's, like, <laughs> eye-catching and snappy. Or
3: even get a team together. Having a team is, is great for support. Um, it, yeah. it can be tricky because people might drop out. But leaving it all down to yourself can be a, well you, you have to do all the work yourself yeah. rather than having just, an editor and having a sound person and having someone to talk to about it or someone to manage you yeah I just think
2: that if you're passionate about something and you really want to do it just do it because if you don't you will regret not ever trying yeah and it's only it's always worth trying like we it took us five years to actually start earning money from Come Curious. Five years. And we never gave up. We recorded we put a video up on YouTube every single weekend for the last five years. Yeah. Minus like a couple when we skipped it. But <laughs> when we gave only up Only a couple. <laughs> only like two. Coffee. yeah
0: boom i fucking love it <laughs> so um i just want to say thank you for what you're doing because i think it's really fucking thanks cool all, and that's why i wanted to get you on the show thank and you for I having us on everyone fucking goes and subscribes to your podcast and to your youtube channel yeah. so where can people find you online
2: well we well we're on youtube at come curious which is c-o-m-e curious love this it's so scripted this part
3: and then on instagram c-o-m-e curious and then you can find us on our personal <laughs> channels. I mean, just search "Come Curious." We'll we'll come the fucker. And, what's your and podcast? our podcast. It. And our podcast is "Fox Given." <laughs> spell, "oh
2: fuck," I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, the podcast is "Fox Given," but you spell it with "f" asterisk asterisk K, S. Or you can just search "Come Curious" on Spotify, Apple, wherever. Everywhere, Acast. I think anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Yeah, you can if you find search for "Come Fox-Given. Curious," it comes up. Yeah. yeah so just search that i guess yeah and then follow us separately as well uh you can find that via the links
3: on come curious vision
0: thanks so much for listening
1: if you get any value from these episodes it would mean the world to us if you could share the podcast with someone who needs it
0: you can always reach out to us on instagram at rebels create or head over to creative rebels.co and remember always be creating
1: see ya